and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey. i'm jordan and it's the corner full affair podcast and we are back <laughs> like we never left we are back like we never left episode 55 episode 55 like all right here we go y'all larry who's larry murphy no no what i'm gonna do this is why i love the ability to share the screen I'm I'm gonna share the screen so y'all can see that we actually talk about these type of people, these type of people, these these Hall of Fame athletes. And y'all let us know if y'all know who they are when y'all see these names. Okay, Please. we're looking at Larry Murphy, right? Can you see it? Uh, yeah, we good. We, we good. See? All right, I know we both on his large monitors though. I'm you know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> can they yeah, can they I'm going to zoom in just for, just for safe measure. Okay, there we go. Larry Murphy, as y'all see, is NHL. 23 years. Okay, Hall of Fame defensive man. Fifth highest scoring defensive man of all time. Okay, that's pretty good because defense players don't score. And he was a member of four Stanley Cups. Okay, he got four rings. They don't tell us which teams, though, in the 90s. He sound legit. Yeah, and only, only NHL player to accomplish that feat. What, win four rings? Or oh, oh he's on he's on four winning teams. Okay, I mean maybe that's the, I'm like somebody got more than four rings. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. You say the only, the only yeah. that means one, one of one. Yeah. He is unique. Yeah, so <laughs> he's either, yeah he's the only person to do four Stanley Cup wins or four separate teams. Member of four, yeah, he's member of four. I don't know. That's that's a bad phrasing. Shout out to Bleach Report. Other notes. I was wondering how Derrick Brooks was second on here, but if somebody got four rings, the only person to do it, Derrick Brooks really got to come second on here. Shout out to Derrick Brooks, linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 03 defense. Was it 02? Whatever one when they won with John Gruden. That's technically Tony Nungy's team, but nobody want to talk about that. John Gruden still got the $100 million from the Raiders. No, nobody want to talk about that. Guaranteed, by the way, the Navy. All right. And then uh, we got Oral Hershire, Major League Baseball. No idea who that is. Nope. Okay. No idea who that is. But all right. Um, let me go back. Let me stop sharing. Let me sure don't break nothing. All right, boom. All right, Jordan. What do we discuss on this podcast? We talk about health and well and fitness and finances and everything in between. And we want to make sure you save more and say less. And keep making better your best. Yes, yes. Now, disclaimer: don't sue us, sue your mama. Okay. Entertainment purposes only. You need to do your own research when it comes to fitness and finance information. Anything that Jordan or myself say, we are not liable for. And one day we're going to actually get the script that our Lord sent us and actually say that every time. So because we probably could get sued for the stuff we're saying right now. So I thought she'd be watching this like, bro, you know, what I mean? like, hey. what I write but did I write the disclaimer for y'all? Not right. use Look, y'all know what yeah. we mean. All right. We're don't come on here with that smoke. We don't, want, we, don't want, we don't want none of that. All right. Oh, my goodness. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and make sure. While Corey's doing that, you want to make sure that you like, share, comment, rate, review, subscribe, okay? This podcast needs to get out there. We need to be in the group chat. We want all the smoke, okay? Put us out there. It's a new year. It's 2023, okay? Shout out to the new year. We need to make sure that we in we in all y'all circles, okay? If you want to talk about anything fitness or finance, please come see us. Shoot us your questions because we're here to help, all right? We're giving out free game once Every at least once every other week. We're gonna try to get back to once a week. And you know, he doesn't need to hear nor there, but at least free game once every other week, fitness and finances. Okay. So send us your questions. Please make sure you like, rate, subscribe, uh, review on all major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, you name it, we on there. Okay. Yes. Anything, Corey? No, that's it. Now, all right. Now, uh, as those of y'all who tuned in, Welcome Wednesdays and not get dropped. That's because I've had significant emergency <laughs> situation going on. Look, Corey been like, this is, this is the sixth. He needs some milk. Okay. <laughs> no, he been handling it, though. He been handling this. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, I mean, I, I can't build houses. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all, all I'm going to oh, say is, is just have the emergency fund. If there was ever a reason to have the emergency fund, it's a lot easier to make decisions when you know you got the money. Excuse me, right there to pay for everything. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. But I've, I've been in go mode. I've been in go mode since not the not this past Friday is in the 13th a week, so January 6th. <clears throat> so as y'all can see, my background's changed. The good thing is I'm always have lights now, so no more late night struggle streaming. I can turn the lights off and still do it. But I'm always have a light now. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then um, what is it? Uh, my background has changed, as y'all can see. So I still got to get everything set up. Didn't get Wi-Fi till three days ago on Thursday, which is why I missed Wolf Wednesdays. And I was like, I should record, but I'm, you know, it get close, it get closer and closer to the next, you know, day. It get closer and closer to Wednesday as I miss a Wednesday. So I'm just gonna wait again. <laughs> so I'll be back Wednesday, God willing. 
right, right now. Every, every, it's all it's all to the big man. I don't, I'm, I don't got I can't guarantee nothing for y'all. But <laughs> but uh, Jordan, He's doing the best he can. Did you have any errors to clean up? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Probably, Probably. I didn't. I didn't check. I did oh, not okay. check. I need to do this. I owe y'all some error cleanup, but I didn't check. But Corey, uh, did you have any errors? Probably, but I don't. I don't even check the errors for Wealth Wednesday. Let's be very clear, <laughs> y'all. <Yeah. laughs> oh gosh, that is not check. All right, y'all. We'll do better eventually. You know, what I, mean? I, mean, I ain't gonna even say it like it's gonna be next, next episode because it might not yeah. be. But we'll do better eventually. We're gonna get y'all some air cleanup. I, I mean, at this so- at this point, we're going on two years now. It's blatant errors now. I have to, you know what I mean. That's why I share the screen things like that. If I miss say something, something like that, that I've already, I've already. Hold on, I got, I got you. I've already said this before. I've already said this before. Is it? Am I the only person who? I'm probably am. My only person who who says that they've already said this before because <laughs> it comes in handy so much. I've, I've, I've already mentioned this, but um, you know, if this is something that we've already discussed before. And we make sure when it's the first time we're discussing something extremely important that we get it correct the first time. Go back and represent episode that we are on our way to 100 different episodes between this and Wealth Wednesday. So please go watch. Oh, we got over probably almost 100 hours. So go watch something. <laughs> we'll watch one of those, please. And this is why we have a whole disclaimer. I mean, if you don't agree with it, do, don't, do your own research, right? Again, free game. All right, free. Keyword is free. Now you want to pay me as a difference, but free game. Okay, you get what you get. All yeah. right. Yeah. Also, also too. Um, don't need to research. Pay off the debt. All right. So, <laughs> oh man, Jordan, do we have any feedback? Yes, sir. We got some great feedback for this time. So okay. we, a couple of our listeners, have uh, tuned in. They've been checking us out. You know, everybody trying to get right for the fitness and finances for the new year. Um, a couple of gentlemen, and uh, you know, good, some good things. Uh, basically, as you can see, this episode, if you don't know, for people who, I mean, because we don't have anybody looking at us currently, but hopefully we will, we are going live. That was part of our feedback. Uh, we were instructed that we should be going live more often because we are giving out such great content for free. All right, people need to see this. Um, we not even gonna hold you. Uh, this <laughs> this live, we we kind of rushed it, you know, to get it get it ready. Literally 15 minutes before this thing started, so we'll do a better job of advertising when we're gonna go live and what we're gonna do uh, when it happens. Uh, as as you know, as we progress and as the next one comes along. But for this one, that's part of our feedback. So we're implementing it. Here we are. We out here. We live. Thank you to our one viewer. Somebody watching us. So Somebody, we, hey, <laughs> hey, look, we, we appreciate if y'all want to come up, here, if y'all want to come on the show, I'll put this link in the chat. Don't look. look. Hey, I, look, this, the smoke is real over here. We say, I say pull up your mint. So I don't want to right, put it like this. Okay, I found the recording. Wait, hold on, hold on. Corey's trying to find the link. Hey, it's China. It's China. Hey, hey shout out to our social media manager. Good stuff. We appreciate you, squad, for tuning in. All right. Um, so, much live as a part. As always. Going live is a part of our feedback, so we would try to do this at least once every other week. All right, so y'all can tune in and just you know check us out. You, know, mm-hmm. you might know you can always catch the, the recording later on too, but you might want to you know just lock in with us on a Sunday while you got time. So here we are. All right, we right. appreciate you. We're gonna be checking out y'all comments in the chat as we go along, trying to adjust to this new format. So we can keep that going. Um, mm-hmm. Some other feedback is basically just keep doing what we're doing. Some people are just now stumbling upon our podcast, and as you know, we are at episode fifty-five, at least from the podcast point of view. And then of course, Corey's got. Uh, on well, Wednesdays, I'm in the 20s. I'm in the 20s. I know it's been so long. He's in the 20s for that. So, you know, we got we got some content. So people that are just finding up, first of all, we appreciate you, you know, even checking this out. Uh, you're, you're already in the right direction if you're checking this out for your fitness and finances. So, you know, people that are just uh, checking this out, you know, keep that going. But that's pretty much the, the feedback I got, man. So we're going to be, we're going to be, <laughs> we appreciate you, China. Uh, can they see that? Do they, get the, do they see it pop up? We can't hear you, bro. My bad. Dang, shout out to you being here because like, yeah, I got you. yeah, she can she can see it though. They can see, it'll pop up on everything. Hey, let's go. Trying to interactive in the episode. Let's go. Hey, we appreciate it. Yep. And then um, crap. What was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah. Also too. No, I didn't get any feedback. I was gonna say obviously y'all can. I got the same feedback too. Let us know when you're going live more early. Look, y'all, we've been busy over here. The other thing I was gonna say. The other thing I was gonna say is that um, if y'all want to come on the show we have to obviously do it live and then you have to come on when we're actually, you know, doing it live, but we're also being smart and making sure this airs before one o'clock on Sundays, because we know what time of year it is. It's, you know, it's always football season on, you know, this time of year, but 
we, we ain't gonna be stupid and compete with uh you know yeah. NFL. so we're gonna try right. to get in out in about an hour so y'all can go watch the games and things like that on sundays because that is when we record these all right all right boom do you have anything else no sir i think we're good to go all right, no current events, y'all. Um, Jordan said every time he looks up current events for finances, it's about student loans. Again, shout out <laughs> to pl- plugging us. There's a damn near four hour episode on student loans. So go watch that. Uh, if you want any student loan information, again, February 28th is when the court date is going to happen from a Supreme Court standpoint. And if I have not said this, I did say it because I, I read it um, when I was doing the episode. But the student loans are scheduled to start back up 60 days from the end of the hearing. So if the hearing, let's say it ends February 28th, your student loans are starting back up 60 days from February 28th, which is in short May, right? You got March and April, which would be May. That that June 30th end date, don't. that's like a, just a, a fixation point. Pay attention when the court case is ending because y'all might have some student loan payments starting up in, in May or June, but before July. So just be wary of that. Or the student loan payments might not start back up at all. At this point now, I'm just sitting here with y'all just guessing. But all right, do you have anything else? Before we get no, started, sir. all right. You good? Locked in? Yes, sir. All right. On to the fitness section. Let's go. Once again, oh, we we still working on the soundboard stuff, y'all. Oh, y'all, yeah. <laughs> the sh- the shuffle has not get co- not gotten corrected. I know I said I was gonna fix it. I ain't fixed. I mean, look, okay, it's it's still the same. All right. I know y'all like, dang, Jordan, you switching theme songs more than you change clothes. Don't worry about that. All right. <laughs> this is still the fitness section. Let's work. Oh my goodness, he's going back to the original one. And um, <laughs> Jordan got a new Jordan got a new computer, which is why he's getting all his yeah. stuff situated. But when I say die, he built he built himself a new computer. I mean, be clear. he didn't go to Best Buy and buy it. He, <laughs> he, it's it. he built it. It's a little little baby cerebro over here. Yo. This joint yeah. is not a game. Um, but that being the case, Stream Deck does do a pretty decent job. I ain't going to blame it on the technology. It does do a pretty decent job of allowing you to transfer your profiles. For people who don't know what Stream Deck is, that's our soundboard. All right. It's so all the little stuff you hear in the background while we keep doing what we're doing. That's what that is. All right. Uh, I just got to get some of the stuff that didn't go over as clean. Uh, locked in, and I'll do my best to get that update. Anyways, let's Alrighty. get it. on to the fitness section. First question. Yes, sir. Oh, let me look at it because it's going across the screen. I'm trying to read that. <laughs> catch it, Corey. Catch it. <laughs> nah. All right. What is the importance of rest day? Should you take one, and how do you best optimize it? Hell, I've been taking like ten rest days. <laughs> Executively, <laughs> you know, first of all, it'd be like that sometimes. We ain't gonna act like we don't do it, but all right, let me lock in. I'm back at it tomorrow. Okay. Look, it's all good. It'd be like, look, you, you, life when life calls, okay, you do what you gotta do. Um, What's what that? Uh, that's the state farm thing, right? Uh, slogan when life calls, state farm is there, right? Or something like that, whatever. Yeah, go ahead, whatever. I got, I got Geico. Look, <laughs> all right. Uh, so let me repeat the question. What is the importance of rest day? Should you take one and how do you best optimize it? So let's get this out of the way. Rest day is necessary. All right. So if you're questioning whether you should have one, yes, you should. Everybody should have a rest day. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Um, if you are on your fitness journey and you're getting some type of work in, you should try to schedule a rest day in a regular interval. Okay. Rest is necessary is a necessary interval in your fitness routine. And it allows for your body to properly rest and recover. And failure to do so can cause injury or degradation to the gains. All right. So for people who don't know, when you're on your fitness journey, the whole point is the what? Is to hit your goal. Whether it is from a vanity standpoint or a performance goal, your whole point is to hit that goal, right? If you are going to do what you do, the whole point is to get the results that you want. And if rest day helps you get the results that you want, why wouldn't you take a rest day? You know what I'm saying? That's that's just the logic right there, right? So you got to make sure you work it in. Um, rest day should occur every seven to 10 days, depending on your fitness level. Okay. So let me repeat that. Let me bring that back. Hold on. All right. I was, I was about to say, I was about to say, hold okay. on. Y'all, look, look, look. Y'all, y'all hear that? Keep those keywords depending Listen. on your fitness level. Just make sure. Yeah, sir. Got to lock them in. Cause you know, people be like, oh, let me take about three or four. Rest day should occur every seven to 10 days depending on your fitness level. All right, so go into detail. Jordan, what does that mean? Thank you for asking. So let me, <laughs> um, depending on your fitness level, uh, you should be, first of all, you should be moving. How often should you be moving, Corey? Let's get the people caught up. You got to give them a little background content. Uh, 
30 minutes, five days a week. There you go, 30 minutes. Five right. days. Look, I know it's been a little while, of course. Like, I, uh, I, had a, I had 150 minutes in my head, so I had to break it down. You should be moving at least 30 minutes five times a week. All right. So as Corey stated, that's 150 minutes on a at least well, week is seven days. So every seven days, 150 minutes. We we say you should be active at least five of those seven days. You can break it down how you want, but 30 however you I mean 30 minutes a day is 30 minutes a day. So I mean the math does itself. So um in doing that, you will uh you should be doing some type of strength training or some type of cardio or a mixture of the two. Okay. Um if you are doing and this is this is my rule of thumb. If you are doing more intense strength training or cardio, you might want to implement the two day rest period in this in, in a week, right? So in seven days, uh, like exactly what we just said. If you are doing, I mean, a minimum of thirty minutes of cardio or not cardio, thirty minutes of exercise uh, every thirty minutes of exercise for five days out of that seven days, you might want to implement the two day rest period. All right, and I would recommend that to people who are actually doing more than 30 minutes a day. Cause honestly, 30 minutes is, is, it's good. It's not great. Okay. So let's, that's the floor, right? That's the, the base recommendation is 30 minutes, uh, five times a week. Uh, I would call it an intense week. If you're doing at least 60 minutes of so double, if you're doing at least 60 minutes of some type of physical activity, uh, five times a week, I, that's me personally, that's when I would recommend the double rest day. Um, We've been getting it. Shout out to the Fit Fam. Shout out to everybody who's been uh, locked in with our 120 miles in 120 days. We got, first of all, we got 56 <laughs> runners this year. That is huge. I think that's almost 20 more people than we had the last year. So we tried to, for those who don't know, shout out to Finally Fit. Uh, we tried to do a, a public challenge at the beginning of each year where we issue something out where it's usually a certain amount of mileage and a certain amount of days. Last year, we did 100 miles in 100 days. Um, you know, if, if you, you know, not good with math, that's a mile a day, uh, where you, you know, get out here and try to move this year, we step it up because we always go forward, never backwards, 120 miles in 120 days. Um, so we have 56 people participating. I think at least 45 actually active runners, meaning people who have actually, you know, got out there and moved a little bit. Um, so the math on that is 120 miles in 120 days. You're moving at least a mile a day, or, I mean, your interval is up to you, but I'm encouraging at least uh, a mile a day, right? Some form of activity, uh, every day if you're going to do two miles uh you can do that you know you can do the math break it all the way down right so if you're gonna do two miles you can do that 60 times you're gonna do 30 miles you can do that what is that uh, give me right Corey. 30 um if you're going to do four miles i'm sorry you're four gonna do that 30 miles. times yeah, yeah i'll make sure i get the math right <laughs> four times 30 is 120 thank you yeah. um you're gonna do five miles so on and so forth right um saying all that to say the intensity of the workout determines how much rest that you should get, right? So if you're moving daily and you're moving a lot daily, then you should incorporate, and when I say a lot, I know that you're like, Jordan, what's a lot? That's not a measurable thing. Again, 60 minutes of activity, five times a week, I would take implement the, the double rest day. If you're moving like 30, which again, which is the floor, you would do the, the, the single rest day, which is once every seven to 10 days, all right? uh things about your rest day that you need to know so during rest day what's actually happening happening is your recovery cells that are called fibroblasts okay getting a little getting a little technical that are called fibroblasts uh restore like glycogen to your muscles to restore energy and relieve fatigue okay so for people who don't know uh what actually happens when you work out is your muscles experience microscopic tears in the body and rest day is when your body when you sleep in your designated rest days when your body actually recovers to create muscle gain all right so what you're really doing is you're just tearing your body apart when you exercise throughout the week whether it's through strength training or cardio you're taking those muscles and you're literally just causing little itty bitty rips and then your body comes by and uh applies protein and glycogen to those muscles to allow them to recover and it basically sticks protein in between the cracks to then make the muscle bigger. So when the next time you go, you know, you have more muscle to complete the task. Tracking, so that's literally what's happened on the, I, I kind of rushed through it a little bit, you know, kept it high level, but that's the, the scientific breakdown of what's happening. So that is why rest day is absolutely important because technically your gains are made on the rest day, not during the actual activity, okay? The activity just determines the depth of the tear. Does that make sense? So if I'm doing strength training and I'm going hard, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm lifting double my body weight or whatever the case may be. I'm just making a deeper tear on the rest day when the glycogen and the protein is applied. That is when the fix occurs or the healing occurs and the muscle actually gets bigger tracking. So my working out is twofold. So that is why you absolutely cannot skip rest day because the gain is actually made in the recovery process, not in the tear tracking. All right. 
Um, last, not last but not least, but I'm gonna uh, bring it around to how to optimize your rest day. Uh, rest prevents injury and allows the kid uh, or allows the muscles to recover, preventing reckless endangerment of the body. Okay, so again, have to do it. Um, if you continue to work out without taking a rest day, it can get, uh, it can kind of have an impact not only on your body but on your mind, right? Uh, if you continue to do the same thing over and over and over and over again without giving your body any type of rest, you become reckless, right? When you <laughs> you get into an activity and you don't give your time, your body time to recover, you start making what we call in, in, uh, in sports uh, mental mistakes. Okay, I, I, Corey, you can you can attest to this because I know you played you know football before. When when you uh, start getting tired, what does your coach tell you to do? They tell you lock in so you don't make mental mental errors, right? Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's you know what I'm saying. It's execution uh, while under duress. You know what I'm saying. Everything is easy to do when you're you know you're feeling good. You're 100. Uh, you know you're coming out there. You ain't hit this week. You know that that Monday practice after you know after uh, <laughs> after you fresh off the weekend and you know you haven't done anything because. I mean, it depends on what level you're at, but if you play high school football, it's Friday night. If you play college football, it's Saturday. Either way, you had a day off, you know what I mean? And you come back in and you 100%, you, you're, of course, you should be you should be executing at an optimal level, above optimal level, right? Because you are 100%. It's them Thursdays, the Wednesdays, not Thursdays, because Thursdays you usually go pads or, you know what I mean? But them, them Wednesdays, when you're tired and you've been, you know, lifting 5 a.m. wake-ups and you didn't, you know, ran through a couple of practices, that's when you need to execute or focus on executing at your highest level because you make mental mistakes when you're tired. OK, it's not that you don't know what to do, but because you've been doing it under such a long, you know, under under such a state of duress, it becomes more difficult for your brain to process the action at a, at a fast rate. You know what I'm saying? So that same theory applies to working out. Right. Not just sports, but, you know, I mean, they're all in the same arena. Right. Fitness, sports activity, you know, all in the same umbrella. So that being the case, when you work out, you need to make sure that you give your body some time to rest, because if not, you get so used to the action that you become a little bit, you know, more lax when executing and you expose yourself to risk of injury. So that being the case, make sure you take a rest day and you rest your brain too to make sure that you, you know, you're acting at an optimal level. Uh, what people don't realize is consistency is key for fitness, but you also need to be um, optimizing your movements, right? Uh, it doesn't do you any good to go to the gym and waste your time while you're there and not do the best reps or form that you can do while you're there. You see what I'm saying? If you're getting, if you're in there, you just swing the rate around and you give me half reps. You just don't want to be there. Make that your rest day. It's, it's okay to, you know what I mean? It's okay to call it audible, right? I, I pro, usually I program for my rest days to be today, to be Sunday, right? Yesterday, I just wasn't feeling it. It was, you know, I had those days where it's like, you know, I, I'm again, 120 miles, 120 days for me personally, my challenge, I've been trying to double it up, right? So I'm doing two miles every day because I want to have 240 by the time 120 is done. My body was like, Jordan, if you don't sit your butt down somewhere, <laughs> we not doing it today. I don't care what you want to do. We not running. You know what I'm saying? And I've learned to listen to my body. Quads was screaming. You know what I mean? Hamstrings was tight. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to go out there because what? My body's telling me if you go out there and try to push this today, you might hurt yourself. And then we'd be done for a week. You know what I mean? So again, learn to see the, the physical cues, to see the, the, the mental cues on, you know, the stress on your body and to take a break when it's necessary. All right. It's okay. But guess what I'm about to do? As soon as, you know, we wrap this up, be outside. You know what I mean? Because again, a rest day is a rest day. You take your day, but then you lock back in. That's, that's where the mental, the discipline side of it comes in. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure that you lock in, you take your rest day, but that you come back ready to work. Okay. Don't let a rest day turn into rest days. Okay, rest day turning to rest week. It's not rest week. Okay, <laughs> you get a day, you get out, and you start moving again. All right, and then I'm gonna bring this last point. And we're gonna how to optimize your rest day. Okay, rest day, you can do a variety of activities. Um, what I would recommend again for my rest day yesterday, I did a lot of mobility and a lot of yoga. So, what you do is you give your body uh, basically what it needs. So, you rest, but you do what's called active recovery, you do things to make sure that your body is in shape that when you do go back um, the next day or after your rest day to get back to your activity, you've improved on what was fatigued, right? So again, I just told you all my quads were screaming, my hamstrings were tight. I did a lot of hip opener, a lot of hip flexor, a lot of mobility activity, about 15 to 20 minutes of yoga to just kind of stretch my body out because your body gets tight, especially if you're doing cardio or you're, you know, you're running a lot or you're lifting a lot, you, you're putting your body under a lot of stress. You have to make sure your muscles and your, your, your tendons and your joints stay open. Okay, so mobility is key. Yoga is key. Y'all like y'all like Jordan, your big ass doing it. Yes, I do yoga. All right, y'all get down on the floor. I be downward dog and I be prone cobran. I do warrior three, all of that. Okay, it works. I promise you. Y'all like yes. I'll send you some yoga tip videos if you want them. You got to get out here and stretch. I, I promise you, some of the people who have the the uh, 
the highest um like the highest personal records on any type of strength strength training they you know what they do their mechanics are great and you know why their mechanics are great because they have had the uh most optimal range of motion you know how they do that they they stretch stretch yes they stretch <laughs> okay I've, I've started following especially since we've been into this, this fitness stuff uh you know i've been, I've been doing this it's going on i mean as far as being a professional it's going on my third year but it's, i've been doing fitness my entire life and as mm -hmm. far as i've been deep diving into it the more you get into it the people who are the best do more than just the actual action of whatever it is they're the best at you know what i mean right yeah so people who have prs like i watched a guy lift um 770 pounds as a personal record for his weight class uh personal best for uh deadlift the other day guess what he does he does two to three days of mobility a week outside of just, you know what I mean? Doing the actual motion of doing deadlifts. All right. For those who don't know, a traditional or a conventional deadlift, you put the barbell in front of you, you uh, lock your, you push your heels through and it's a, it's a, a hip and a, I'm sorry, a hip, a leg and a back motion where you pull the weight up, you extend, formally lock out, hold for two to three seconds. This is a professional weight lift. Hold for two to three seconds and then you drop the bar and that's considered a clear, right? So in order to do that, he has to work on his hamstrings. He has to work on for driving the force through his legs, his quads, his glutes, everything, right? All that comes with mobility on top of actually doing the reps that he needs to get the exercise done. So saying all that to say, give your body what it needs on this rest day to ensure optimal workout when you come back, okay? Mobility, yoga. Uh, and then, of course, what, you do, what do you do on rest day? You sleep, you rest, okay? Give your body that time it needs to actually recover. Um, I know we've been, we've shout out to the sleep cycle episode. I don't know what episode it is, but when we talk about optimal at the minimum amount of sleep, you should be getting in six hours. Uh, there's a two hour cycle that occurs where your body actually gives the muscles protein that occurs three times in a six hour cycle to make sure that it's, uh, so to make sure that's optimal for muscle recovery. Okay. So two hour cycle that happens three times. That's how you get the six hours of minimal, uh, the minimal amount of sleep that you need to be optimal. Okay. So that's how you like allow your muscles to recover. So make sure you get a nap in on your rest day. Look, I I uh <laughs> I definitely laid down. It's a little bit harder to do because you know I'm a dad now. So unfortunately, your kid don't care nothing about your gains. Okay, <laughs> you got to get out here and do dad stuff. Be a husband. Be great. Do all those things. But when you do get some time, make sure that you actually rest. Other things you can do to optimize your your rest day. What's up, my guy? We appreciate you tuning in. Um. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trying to keep trying to get people locked in, trying to get them locked in. Jordan, you gotta keep talking. Yeah. You gotta post the comments. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm, not to, <laughs> I'm not supposed to engage. All right, my bad. We can we anyway. can have we can have like a set of uh set, set of time. time. Okay, all right, my fault. Yeah, we can do it because we because we live, so you got look, it's my first time. Anyways, all right. I gotta start putting you, I gotta start sending you a live stream so you can just see how listen. Don't put me on. All right, don't put me on live because I'm gonna keep talking anyways. All right, finishing it up, optimizing your rest of the day by sleeping. Uh, oh, of course, doing your favorite pastime, all right? So, of course, we all, it's, you know, life is going to continue your life. You have your responsibilities that you got to take care of. But for me personally, when I'm done being a dad, when I'm done being a husband, when I'm done doing everything I got to do to keep all of this afloat, right, and I'm done actually resting, then I try to engage in some of my favorite pastimes. Now, mind you, that's the last thing that I do. So, it's usually not a lot of time for that. But if I get some time, you know, I like to play a little bit of video games. I like to work on my, my business, you know what I mean? Because I, I know that like, y'all like Jordan, that's that's money really, that's one of my favorite pastimes. I enjoy fitness, so I enjoy improving on the services that I offer, the stuff that I put out for the people, you know, the, the content that I release. So that's, you know, what I do on some of my favorite pastimes, okay? Um, and then last but not least, active recovery, okay? So there is a episode, I think we talk about active recovery and exactly what that is. Shout out to these, you know, many, many episodes of CNFE that we put out. So please go ahead and check that out. I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna act like I'm about to put the number in there. I might man, not. What did you need, man? What did Drake say? MTV. It's too many now. That's that's why I worked on naming them better. So hopefully, like, I mean, this is probably a year ago now, but you know, so y'all can search and find right. what we're talking about. <laughs> so it, should be, it should be named on there. Active recovery should at least be in the description, I think. So if you type in CNFV and active recovery, I'm, I'm guessing it'll pop nah, up. It's, right? not, it's not gonna be no. in the description. Description static. It's pretty much the okay. same every time. Well. <laughs> Shout out to all our episodes. Just listen to all of them. How I'll see if that? I can That's find. Great. I'll see if I can find it real quick while you talk here. Um, but basically, what active recovery is is where you give your body a less intense activity uh, on your rest day. You like Jordan. You just told me to sit down somewhere. I did. 
But if you're like me, where you still enjoy like closing your rings and you want to do something, yoga is a perfect uh, active rest uh, activity, as well as walking, any form of stretching, anything that that challenges your body to move a little bit or stretch or do some type of uh, mobility, but um, doesn't necessarily push your your heart rate zone to to uh, to zone three or higher. All right, there's an episode about heart rate zones too. Look, we got a lot of content out here. I'm not gonna tell Corey to find them all. Okay. Hey, <laughs> but, hey. Uh, well, like this. Not only do we have it's obviously on an episode. I this is when I was clipping up the videos. We got a we right. got a nine minute twenty three second one for y'all, so you could. <laughs> what are the benefits of active recovery? It's literally yes, I'm sir. looking dead at it. Look, so it's one there, okay? But um. Yeah, you want to do some type of something just to keep your body, you know, loose and active. You know, if you don't want to be stagnant all day, but it, that, that's that's pretty much what active recovery is. It's, it's, it's a a lesser intense, less intensive form of movement that you do on your rest day. Again, twenty to thirty minutes, nothing crazy, and then you go back to resting. Okay, because remember, you're going back to get that work in the next day, right? Rest day, not rest week. All right. I think that's pretty much it. So make sure I answer the question. What is the importance of rest day? Should you take one and how do you best optimize it? Rest is necessary interval for your fitness routine. Allows your body to properly rest and recover. Should have one every seven to 10 days, depending on your fitness level. Uh, I already talked about what your cells doing. I'll go back into that and optimize your rest day. You should either be resting, AKA sleeping, doing a paper pastime, giving your body some protein. So if you recover properly, uh, catching it up on your non-fitness activities and a active recovery, all right? I think I'm good. Let me see. Let me find, so you got to get, you gotta get yourself out. <laughs> Are you waving to the crowd and kissing babies? I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. All right, y'all. Look, if y'all y'all need to take some days off, so <laughs> but like this, don't don't not do it, Jordan. I forget what you said. Don't. To take one rest day so you don't have to take rest days highly yeah. recommend it and also too as I per- see we got so, we got so many things i know we discussed this this is why we need to reach high we need to hire somebody so not not we're going to but you know to go back and so we can figure everything is that but you talk about the <laughs> do you remember the ranges as far as like how your body goes down in age remember you saying like when you're this age your body's at this point then when you hit like 25 to 29 you're like from a decaying oh, standpoint do you remember yeah. that i don't remember the Jordan, Jordan, i know exactly yeah, what you're talking about but i don't yeah, remember the ages. yeah jordan's yeah. not like me where i was like yeah i got it. that's still in my head jordan <laughs> take, writes it down and so he, he can recall it and read it perfectly because <laughs> so I, I do my best to try to give y'all the most accurate information like it's a lot right. when i tell you there's a lot of fitness content out here and then i try to sift through what's you know what's improvement and what's somebody's right. theory you know what i mean because right. uh, there's a there's a lot of people out here with stuff they, that they think is right, and then there's like the scientific facts of what actually exists. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, you don't want to memorize incorrect information. It's not like right. I can all you know, tax brackets. I can always. You're right. I give you pass on that one. But like <laughs> me and me and China does. You know, I always mess with China. Hey, China, who's the 26th president? So y'all don't know China was in HCast, whatever the hell that's called. She can. She knows all this random. Who wants to be a millionaire? Thing. <laughs> and part of those things being the presidents, and so I just like to mess with her. And so <laughs> just, just tell me who this president was. Look, both of y'all are very eclectic, man. I told y'all, man. Y'all are what does y'all, that mean? Look, eclectic. Y'all are gatherers of information. You know oh, a okay. lot of random information about a lot of random stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you talking about her knowing presidents, but I'd be asking you stuff. You'd be like, oh, yeah, you just start rattling off. I was like, who knows that? I'm about to put that in Google. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's it's good, it's good to have. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. choosing y'all. I'm choosing y'all on my knowledge squad every time. You know what I mean? You, you know, and this is not be disrespectful to other people, but you know, when people be talking about, you know, who's smarter or not, my, you know, I have all these different scenarios. My thing is, if we were out somewhere and somebody, a whole bunch of people walked in with some guns, and they said. <laughs> We gonna kill everybody unless y'all answer answer this question and y'all get to pick whoever's gonna answer it. Look, y'all, look. if I'm in that room and somebody <laughs> look, and Lord you don't we, we don't get to know the, the the type of question. We it's just gonna be a random question. Man, y'all bank it on me. Like if, if anybody's gonna know some random just anything, yeah. So I, now I, I, also I, too, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't take it though because I'm not about to be responsible for everybody's life. So that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Listen. At the end of the day, they still got to get all of us at once. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, going to answer the question, but we still going to fight. Like, you know not, what I mean? Like, now, now you're breaking down whether or not they're going to actually be able to, to terminate. I'm talking about a, a thousand people walk in and it's 10 of us. Oh, okay. I, right. I'm talking about okay. 
I'm just saying, this is where that fitness yeah. come in. All right, they still got to catch us. <laughs> and by the way, this is Jordan's thinking. All right, I'm find a way to get out of this. It, well, this it's not about getting out of the situation. We can't get I'm, out of this. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, while Corey figured out what the answer is or not, you know what I mean? I'm figuring out who I can punch in the face. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. But all right, y'all, again, as we switch over, make sure that like button, share, and subscribe as well. Leave comments. I'm going to drop the, the link as well to y'all to join so if y'all want to come on here even though it's not like we have a thousand comments but just in case y'all want to hop in these uh on the live stream y'all can do that as well but all right bro you have anything else for the rest of days oh it's it's out we gotta get on it i heard a little man in the back yeah it's that time yeah all right yeah all right on to the finance section let's go I Dang, I'm like, I want to say, I got you, I got you, I got you. There we go. All right, let's go. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> hey, shout out to my soccer ball in the back. That's the change jar my grandma got me. Anyways, though, um, all right, Jordan, let's get it. First, first fitness question, a finance let's question. Go. Okay. Do I need to, do I need that? I need to, you, you got it? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, live stream is hard as hell. Don't let nobody Look, lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> I see where they got a person that does this. Anyways, all right. <laughs> First finance question. You ready? Yep. Why should you aggressively pay off your debt slash student loans and delay investing versus not aggressively paying off debt, paying the full term or waiting for forbearance? That's a lot. That's a lot to yeah. break down. It is a lot because... When it comes to paying off debt, there's uh, m- multiple trains of thoughts as far as high interest debt or aggressively paying it off. And then there's something like the student loans because they can just be so large as far as the dollar amount. How do you actually handle paying off your student loans? Should you aggressively pay off the debt? If it's your first time tuning in, yes, you should aggressively pay off the debt. If you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, I'm just like a tick, a tick below that. Highly recommend you do the debt snowball versus debt avalanche. There's a whole episode on that, and it's, I'm pretty sure it's called that debt snowball versus debt avalanche. But you should choose the snowball method, which is you itemize it from lowest balance to highest balance, not highest interest rate to lowest interest rate. That's the avalanche method, highest interest rate to lowest interest rate. Do the snowball method where you do lowest balance to highest balance. One, the data is already in. We're talking about debt payoff techniques, avalanche versus snowball. One would say if you want to pay off your debt and there are two options, you should choose the one that has the highest success rate as far as you actually paying off your debt. That would be the snowball. The data is already in for that. One of the reasons is just the natural momentum, right? Think about a snowball rolling down. So if you pay as you pay off the smallest uh, balance, smallest balance, you get those minimum payments back and you continue to roll those minimum payments you get back into the next balance. You do the same thing with Avalanche. It's just it could just be in a different order. The one thing, too. This is where, you know, I see people who actually, you know, who actually, I guess they say they have clients, but, you know, they have clients is none of my clients have been in a situation where the avalanche or the snowball, like it's really, it's pretty much the same one. Like you generally your lowest balance. So you itemize, say you have $20,000 in credit cards, but you have five credit cards at $4,000 a piece, right? So you have four, you have five different credit cards there. You just don't have one big credit card. And also two credit cards are usually going to be what? Your highest, your highest interest rate. So they're going to be first in both scenarios. They're usually going to have the lowest balance and have the highest interest rate. The other reason, and this is where you shout out sideline court, financial coaching in the description. If, <laughs> if you sit down with me and I'll say it here, by explaining to my clients, when we actually have your debt and I'm looking at it, a lot of you are in a situation where if you were to choose the avalanche method, you should actually sit down and see and say, hey, if I just do highest interest rate or whatever it is, and I'm paying off my debt this way, it's going to save me the most amount of money because you're going to be paying off the highest interest first. So you're going to be accumulating the least amount of interest. However, the time in which you get the minimum payments back into your budget, because we're paying off this debt and getting those minimum payments back, create more cash flow, which puts you in a situation where you have more money to tap into outside of your emergency fund because it's out of your natural cash flow and your monthly budget from your income and puts you in a less um, risky situation from having to use credit cards. So going back into debt, you're better off doing the snowball method that way. So in short, you can pay off your debt in 12 months. Let's say you got a car loan and a student loan. And if you choose the avalanche method, you'll save the most amount of interest. 
But let's just say your car loan is going to be first, assume your student loan is going to be first. It has the highest amount of interest, where usually they're going to have more interest in your car loan, even though some of y'all got double digit interest rates on your car loans. But in general, your student loan is usually going to be higher. Let's say it's going to take you nine months out of that 12 to pay off your student loan while you're still making a minimum payment on your car loan. And then at the end of the year, in three months, you're going to have your car loan paid off. Cool. What usually is going to happen is you're going to have an issue in June or July, right? And if you choose the snowball method, you'll have, let's say, your car paid off in four months. So you get that minimum payment back into your budget when you get into May. And then when June or July comes, you have an emergency. You got that cash flow. See, when you actually sit down and itemize your budget from an avalanche or snowball method situation, you'll be able to see when you get that money back into your budget and you're actually in a better beneficial situation. Because let's just say you have a situation in June or July and you choose the avalanche method and you still have both those minimum payments. Your net worth has increased because you've been paying down more debt. However, on a monthly basis, you're not in a better situation at all. You're actually in the same situation as you were when you started paying off your debt. You still have these two debt payments. And now six, seven months have gone by, you're paying off debt and you still have these two debt payments. So that's why I generally recommend, and I generally always recommend the snowball method so we can get those minimum payments back into your budget. Because one of the reasons y'all struggling financially is cash flow. Y'all don't, y'all don't have any money. Y'all kicking it all out. So let's get that money back into your budget as fast as possible. And that's why I recommend choosing the snowball method. So as a quick wrap up, as I said, I wasn't going to do, that's a, that's a shortened version of the snowball versus avalanche method. <laughs> <laughs> Very condensed. That was yeah, like, yeah. That's one of the shortest times I yeah. think I've ever heard you explain it. You know I mean? I, I, it's one of the things now, you know, I've said it so much in different people, different scenarios. I didn't figure it out, you know, what not to say. But again, but also, too, don't sue me, sue your mama. Stop arguing and bitching about paying off the debt. Excuse my language. Ooh, ooh. Pay, pay off the debt. Jordan and, I, Jordan, Jordan and I are almost two years in on this podcast. You're, you're, the debt should be paid off. Like It's going to be to a point where it's like, if you would have chosen either method, say you want to do avalanche over snowball. Well then, okay, then do it then. Like just, just pay off the debt. Like that's that's more important to pay off the debt than the method. And what you I'm sorry, can I not What you will realize is it's the the planning is not the hard part, right? It's always the execution. Okay, at least when it comes to the. I mean, I was gonna say when it comes to finance and fitness. Uh, you know, you can you can make plans all day, but you gotta lock it. Whatever, like like what Corey was saying, whatever you decide to do, you have to lock in and do it. You know what I mean? And that's where a lot of y'all fail. It's not the planning. It's the it's the execution. So snowball. Um, avalanche, whatever you do, just make sure that you, you know, you do it and do it to do it to completion. Don't start, you know, not finish, but make sure you finish. All right. Either way, you'll see, you know, the results will be the same. Right. And I'm going to transition now into the, I mean, this is all about the question talking about debt payoff strategies. But when we talk about the high interest rate in relation to the snowball and the avalanche method, excuse me, it's like, what defines high interest rate? Because if I, if y'all was on social media in 2021, 2020, when interest rates were really low, that high interest rate debt was like, some people were saying anything above 5%. Where mortgage is at now? Because sometimes the methodology isn't like mine or even the Ramsey method where it's everything at all consumer debt. So essentially everything that's not a mortgage, you would pay off aggressively. Some people just say high interest rate debt. They don't have a disclaimer saying not the mortgage. And then now they've been kicking up the high interest rate number. So the mortgages don't, you know, go in there. That's right. too much. For, and it doesn't take, it takes three years for most people tops to get out of debt. If they aggressively pay it off, which you should do aggressively pay off your debt. Obviously you pussyfooting around with it. It's going to take you longer to pay it off. But in most people's situation, you, you can knock it out in under three years. But if you're in a situation now where you're looking at a five, six, seven percent mortgage, well, then now do you have to aggressively pay off hundreds of thousands of dollars? Now, see, now your plan changes. And now it's like, well, should I do this? At? And it's like, nah, for me, aggressively pay off everything. Smallest balance, highest balance. That isn't a mortgage. And that includes your student loans, which some of y'all, y'all student loans is a mortgage. That, that's neither here to shout out student loan episode. We already talked about the degrees y'all choose and things like that. But that's a whole other issue as far as how much student loan debt you have and why. And if you know your income justifies you having that much debt but two should you aggressively pay off your debt yes you need to aggressively pay it off now the question is do you delay the investing you should only delay the investing if you have to get that money back to hit your goal in the time that you want to hit it in so if you want to pay off your debt let's say in 12 months right and you got twelve thousand dollars of debt that means you got to put how much money towards the debt a month jordan because you gotta be doing numbers. I know, I know. Now I know. Now I know. I'm messing with him. If I got twelve thousand dollars, Johnny had four apples. Four apples. All right, I'm sorry. If Johnny had four apples, okay. And Sally takes two. He got me doing math. Oh no! All right, all right. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Give me one second. My phone's about to die. All right. 
I'll, okay. be, I'll be right back, y'all. See, leave me with the math problem. I can put the Jeopardy music on. Let me stop. <laughs> Johnny has four apples. Hmm. And he takes away two. How many apples does he have? Promise y'all, I got a degree in STEM, okay? Um, <laughs> I can do basic math, but when Corey be talking, I be focused on the finance stuff and not the math problems, okay? So I, I hear everything else, but then he start talking numbers. It's like, oh, okay, I got to write it down. <laughs> oh, no, you guys can see my mess of a house. I told you I've been moving. Oh, my goodness. It's all good, oh, bro. It keeps turning. Oh, snap. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to be good. I'm just going to wait till it tells me a 10% because we almost done. Please hold on while well, you're experiencing technical difficulties. Look at that. <laughs> uh, electrical issues. All right, boom. All right. So one of the other reasons you <laughs> all right, Jordan. So if I, if I got twelve thousand dollars in debt, okay, and I'm trying to pay it off in a year, how much do I have to put towards it in a, a month? Oh, a thousand dollars. Boom, a thousand dollars. And this is what I do for my clients, and I'm doing it for y'all right now. But if you want to pay off your debt in whatever how much debt it is, for this example, twelve thousand dollars in twelve months, you got to put a thousand dollars towards it a month. Y'all come in here and tell me you don't have the thousand dollars. And then what, what do you what do you want to happen? This I, I've already said this before. Don't you not play it? I've already oh. said this before. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm just do it live. Look yeah. at it. It gets so confusing. You don't have the money that you need to hit the goal that you want to hit. And then just like, well, you might need to cut your investment. Now you can obviously increase your income, right? But most people aren't just sitting here like, yeah, I'm just gonna go make some more money. Shout out to the side hustles. But most people are in a situation where it's like, boom, I'm gonna just go make some more money. Be a you know you already have your nine to five and it's going to be hard for you to work a part time job into a nine to five right you already essentially do that all day you know and usually the type of job you're going to get is going to be significantly reduced from you know a pay standpoint and then obviously you can start up a side hustle but again do you have the time to do that so for most people they can keep the investing going because they can still hit their timeline when they want to hit it. You just are a more strict timeline because you have less less cash to put towards your debt, which means you have less wiggle room. I've yet to have to do this for any of my client, clients where they needed to cut out their investing. All my clients, if they wanted to and have chosen to, they continue to invest throughout the entire debt payoff process. And as you focus, and we talk about you focus on your goals, they're still in the position where they're going to pay, pay it all faster than what we originally uh, determined anyway, because your income is going to increase. You're going to get a windfall. You're going to get better at budgeting and tracking your transactions. So you're going to start cutting back on things you don't need to do, i.e. stay your ass in the house and stop eating out so much. Ooh. All these different things <laughs> from fresh <laughs> off of New Year's, all these different things that you can do to continue investing. But y'all want to do everything. Y'all want to do everything but pay off the debt, but then say you want to pay off the debt. <laughs> so you want to pay off the debt. And that's where the things start to uh, contradict and you have friction. So you don't have... Oh, yeah. So you don't no, have to do Okay. No, I was going to just throw something in that regard. I will say, because I, you know, I was, for people who don't know, I was uh, Corey's client zero. I think we did stop. Patient zero. Patient zero. You know what I'm saying? The first one. Look at it. What I will say is, I think we did stop contributing to our 401k, at least temporarily. But what that did for us from a motivation standpoint, um, it just, because if you think about it, if you, if you're going to stop investing for us, which is, you know, literally planning for your, your future, right? Your retirement, you're going to stop investing to aggressively pay off the debt, right? Then that makes you put, it's almost like your intrinsic motivation. Cause it's like, okay, now I'm risking, you know, my retirement, right? To, to attack the debt. You know what I mean? So it makes you, it, it almost makes you put your money where your mouth is literally, right? Because yeah. it's like, okay, I'm not planning for later. Cause I'm, I'm betting on that. I'm going to pay this off within this given timeline. And I'm going to put I'm willing to bet my current retirement, you know what I mean, to get to that goal, right? Mm -hmm. So I will say from an intrinsic motivation standpoint, that helped us because we were like, all right, if I'm not going to get this match, <laughs> we got to be done in 19 months because that's what we said. Exactly. We do. You and, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's one of the reasons y'all need to sit, y'all need to sit down with someone or watch everything they've released. Those, 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 <laughs> those, I'm not joking. <laughs> Because, because, oh, because you know, obviously, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to give you the whole answer right now. But if you didn't watch, you know, this is like, this is like the 90th one. So you, you know, if you watch, you know, you know, front to back, you can leave from the back. If you watch, you know, back, back to front, then you, you. Bro. If you watch back to front, then you gonna catch on dropping. But but you know if you watch if you watch it in this order right you know what i mean if you watch the newest one uh to the oldest one then you'll have this information but to jordan's point and again shout out to dave ramsey because everybody be hating on it but i i'm a i want to do a breakdown of that later but maybe here or there everybody be hating on it but they be all saying the same thing he say 
But even the Dave Ramsey method, if you if you're gonna take five years plus, he doesn't he's not gonna tell you to stop your investing. He's gonna tell you to figure out how to pay it off faster than that, right? So he can tell you to stop your investing, but that's not gonna be his general recommendation. If it's looking over five years and you're on a situation where you're looking in like half a decade of no investing, that's a different conversation. Okay, so it's based off of your actual situation. And as Jordan said, if you are gonna stop the investing, you need to lock in and pay off the debt in the time frame that you want to pay it off in. Now, don't just sit here and stop your 401k, Roth IRA, whatever investing you're doing, and then come here and talk about, yeah, you know, I'm not really paying off my debt aggressively. Now, that wouldn't be the plan. If you're going to sit here and BS and mess around with the debt, then we would have we would have kept you investing. Now you're doing two bad things. You're not investing and you still got the debt. That's not the recommendation. That's why we make the plan. You know, we figure out what you got to do. So that, that that that's just something to be clear about and why sometimes I just need to pay somebody some money or get their viewership up, right? Shout out to the rating, review, subscribe, and help somebody out from that standpoint. But do not, I'm going to say it again, do not stop investing and then mess around and not aggressively pay off your debt. That is not the option. Then as we get into the student loans to wrap up, we're talking about the forbearance. From a forbearance standpoint, and it's like when I wrote, wrote this question, student loans are supposed to be forgiven. I don't know what they're doing right now, okay, with the student loans. Nobody does. <laughs> but, in, but in short, the student loans will have been in forbearance for over three years, roughly speaking, around three years by the time this all plays out, or three years plus, but at least three years. I was going to say, real quick, we've been talking about student loans since, since we started this podcast. Since we started, yeah, but yeah. Since yeah, we started this podcast. It's been a lot of life events all, going on. Just so y'all uh, know, we, collectively, we're almost 100 episodes deep. Let that sink <laughs> in, okay? 100 episodes deep, and we still talking about the student loans. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and as far as the forgiveness tonight, uh, for those of y'all who don't know, we have to vote for uh, president again next year. We vote next year. I know it's the beginning of this year, but we vote next year, if you, if you did not know. But anyway, but anyway, so when it comes to something like the forbearance sitting here waiting for it, you have to, and I'm just one of my clients, you have to run the math and say, okay, if I sit here this, these 10 years, right, which is what the public student loan forgiveness is, and get these 120 qualifying payments, if I sit there and do that, where will I be at financially? Not even life-wise, we're just playing out 10 years of your life. I can't even plan out 10, 10 minutes of my day right now. But if you, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. I, I be like, don't, don't ask me what I'm doing to, by the end of the day, because I don't know. But if you're in a situation where it's like in 10 years, and obviously everybody's clock is different, so you might be at three years, four years, whatever you are on your timeline, but where would you be at, right? You would have spent all those minimum payments, right? Then where would you be at then? Versus if you aggressively pay off your debt, let's say you can pay off your debt in three years, which is the situation for one of my clients. She was considering doing the 10 years, and she could have paid off her debt in three years. And it's like, well, Again, aggressively paying off your debt, it's about maximizing that cash flow, that leftover amount that you have in your budget. Because once we pay off your debt, quote unquote, we can build savings, save for vacation, invest, right? And if you're in a situation where most people you can put at least a thousand dollars, roughly speaking, but even more than that, towards your debt in three years, you're putting, let's say you're putting 20K a year towards your debt. And in three years, you're out of your student loans. That's 60K, which is a lot for people because I know the numbers now. It is a lot. That's about, way above the average. But if right. you just did 20K a year in three years, right? And let's just say we're talking about a 10-year situation, right? Well, if you can do a 20K a year, that's $240,000, right? And so you're only going to be out 60K from that. So you're going to be down to 180K. So you have $180,000 if you chose my method in 10 years. That's what you would have. Versus in your situation, you're going to have less than $180,000 to keep making that minimum payment, right? You don't get that money back right after year four and then you're going to have less money you're going to be hoping that you get this forgiveness right and all these different things you're going to be um at more risk for be, being um, approved for a home loan which y'all co complain about and it's all these things that com conflict with each other if you can say if you can pay off your debt in three years at 20k a year right you can buy a house in four years 20k is enough for a down payment for the initial one okay see this, this is where i get confused all right that's it so the <laughs> <laughs> y'all know me some stuff I, I say out loud and i'll be like oh yeah y'all don't be making no sense so again to wrap up the question should you aggressively pay off your debt or why should you yes aggressively pay off your debt choose the snowball method you need to get those minimum payments as quickly back into your budget to create as much cash flow as possible so when emergencies do not happen not if but when they do happen you're in a better situation to not only to not have to tap into your emergency fund but also not have to use credit cards if you continue to use them after you pay them off should you delay investing you should only delay investing if you're not going to be able to hit the goal in the time frame that you want to hit it. So if you're in a situation where you have $12,000 in debt and you want to pay it off in a year and you can put $1,000 towards it a month, 
without cutting your investing, then go ahead and do that. Now, if you can't do it without cutting your investing, obviously you can increase your income, but the quickest way to get some money back into your budget if you're investing is to stop investing. Then that's on you and what you're going to decide to do as far as increase your income or stop the investing if you don't have the $1,000 in this $12,000 scenario. However, if you're going to continue investing, and this is what most people do, they say, hey, all right, I'm going to continue investing and I'm going to pay off the debt in a year. Then you don't pay off the debt in a year. That's not my fault. That's on you. You have to execute, as Jordan was saying. And the last thing is, as far as the forbearance, student loans are what they are. I just I literally just talked about it. But at the end of the day, most people are best off running a scenario and saying, hey, if I use this 10-year uh, forgiveness route, this is where I would be at. Then if I aggressively paid off my debt, this is where I'd be at in 10 years. So that's you, right? There's two U's, right? And they can make a decision. <laughs> There's two U's. And they can make a decision talking about, I want to sit here and just make these minimum payments, quote unquote, right? Zero dollars right now because of the forbearance where you can make these minimum payments for 10 years, or you can aggressively pay off that money into uh, the debt in two, three years. And then all that money you were putting towards the debt, now you can put it to whatever you actually want to do. And a lot of you are going to be in a situation where you can put a rack or more towards your student loans because your minimum payment in general for all your debt payments is usually a thousand dollars. So most of you got $12,000 a month you could put towards several of your goals. And if you're kicking out already towards debt, make a sacrifice for a, a couple year. years. Yeah. You said $12,000 a month. $12,000 a year. <laughs> My bad, $12,000 a year. I got I was like, you got $12,000 yeah. a month. Just pay yeah. it off. Just pay, <laughs> pay it off right now. Some people, some people do got $12,000 a month. Hey. Income. They still want to pay it off. That's neither here nor there. And also, too, I know, because I, I, I did the research. Now I could definitely say this. I, I have it documented. It got almost four hours. I did the research on student loan situation. I understand there are some people who have egregious amounts of uh, student loan debt relative to the income. And I did that um, that episode, that live stream. You can sort of see the degrees that require more education, which in, by definition means more money you have to spend. They're on the lower spectrum outside of the medical field, right? Most of the degrees that, re that require you to be employed in that field you need to at least get a master's in. Most STEM degrees don't require you to get a master's. You can get one, but you don't need to to make money. Mm -hmm. But you know, you don't have to get a master's for teaching. But a lot of teachers will go and get their master's. And I'm talking about you know elementary school. I'm not talking about you know to teach right, 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 high school or college, but elementary, right, social work, things like that. Anything political science, any, any type of thing, you're gonna have to usually get a master's for that type of stuff. And it's already roughly speaking 10k a year for a bachelor's. That's 40k. And that, that and oh, those, yeah. that's that's roughly what those jobs pay, <laughs> pay yeah. across the country, even in Maryland. I mean, even in these higher paying states. So that's something you know you have to be aware of when you're looking at your student loans. Like at some point in time, you have to admit because you were grown at some point in time during this process. Hell, you got a college degree. For those of you who got a degree, but if you got a college degree, I'm assuming you some type of smart. So I don't want to sit here and you talk about you can't really acknowledge the fact that at some point in time you didn't say, hey, is this the best decision I'm making? From a financial standpoint, from a family standpoint, because y'all complain about you know not having the money to get your house because of the student loans, and it's like, well, where was this long-term thinking when you were in your mid, your early twenties? Now we're saying, you know, when you're a junior in college, you don't get no, you don't, you can't make no decisions. You've been driving for five years. <laughs> I'm done. I'm nope. Nobody wants to explain to me how at 16 you can get behind a Ferrari. Okay. All right, that's it. Can, can right. that, 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 yeah, that, that, yeah. You've been driving since you were 16. Some, I'm not, you had a license since you were 16. You've been driving since you was 15. You get your permit at 15. You can get you can get an airplane. You can fly a plane at 14. Or all, all the things that you can do and not make it <laughs> and make <laughs> still make an intelligent make decision it, about your money. Anyway, it makes sense. We <laughs> we putting you behind a power for some of the best technology humans invented these engines. And you talking about yeah, you know, I was just out here in college doing what I want. All right, that's all. You know. All right, that's it. Lock and loaded. God! <laughs> recap. Yep, recap. Yeah. First, fit. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm trying. We got a minute and a half. We're going to get the hour. First, yes, I mean, first, recap fitness section. What is the importance of rest days? Should you take one? And how do you best optimize it? Rest days are necessary integral in your fitness routine. So yes, you should take one. You should take one every seven to 10 days, depending on your fitness level. <laughs> you should take one every seven to 10 days, depending on your fitness level, okay? Uh, during rest, uh, recovery cells got fibroblasts, restore your glycogen, relieve fatigue. Uh, it prevents injury as well as allows you to optimize your 
workouts uh, for when you do continue to go back, all right, and cycle through. And then to optimize your rest day, you can do so by sleeping, of course, resting, you know what I mean, because that's what rest days are for, uh, doing your favorite pastime, giving your body protein, catching up on non-fitness-related activities, and active recovery, all right? So for the finance question, why should you aggressively pay off your debt? Students loan, or I'm sorry, debt and or student loans and delay investing versus not aggressively paying off your debt and paying the full term or waiting for forbearance. My bad, I forgot to put you up on the, the big screen when you were going, so I got you up now when I'm going. You, <laughs> no, you good? You good? It's all good. I'm on right. here. Yeah. One of these screens. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> again, I always do my recap at the end. We both do a recap at the end, but you know, mine's like redundant because I just did it. But again. Snowball method over avalanche. I don't care which one you choose. I do snowball. But again, at the end of the day, pay off the debt in the time frame you want to pay it on, pay it off. If your priority is to pay off your debt as fast as possible, you can't then complain about what you need to do to achieve your highest priority. Shout out to a big life lesson right there, because that's what y'all do. Y'all say you want to pay off your debt as fast as possible. Then this is what you have to do. You don't want to do it again. This, this is why you have the debt still, by the way. Okay, that, 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 that's the lot. If you didn't understand why you still have debt, it's because you won't do what it takes to pay off your debt. Okay, wow. again, so I mean, all right, let me. I got 10% left. I'm gonna charge it real quick. So I ain't gotta worry about it going off. All right, and, and just, then go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, just touch on the so why you should do the snowball versus the avalanche. A lot of y'all need that motivation, right? To, to <laughs> you know, to see that it's working. And the snowball allows you, again, by paying off the, the, the lowest debt first, right? And seeing that, oh, this actual, you know, actual execution of this works. Right. That allows you to keep going. I think statistically speaking, and correct me if I'm wrong, of course, is it statistically speaking, the snowball method has a higher rate of success than the avalanche because y'all significantly y'all need to see that yeah. it works. Right. That's how people work. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to it's like that with fitness, too. Right. You, you know, you running out here, but you want to see some results. Right. Eventually you start seeing the results. You you, you grab the low hanging fruit first to see mm -hmm. that, you know, that it's actually working. And then from there, then you can scale the whole tree tracking. Yeah. No. And this again, you know, I got I get my I got to get my books in the background so I can point. So, Dave, that's why I mean, it's not why, but that's why Dave always sitting right there. It's more, you know, habits and uh, personal, emotional than it is actually about the math and the finances. Again, psychology, positive feedback loop versus negative feedback loop. You need to have that positive reinforcement, that momentum. It's, it's like, you know, it's a, it's a real thing, but it's not a tangible one, right? It's not, it's not tangible. A paying off, you, if you have never paid off debt, yeah, <laughs> and, you are, and you're going to choose the app, and this is why I don't like when people just sit here and talk. I know how much, in, again, over half a decade of teller experience here. I know how much interest rates are on things. A lot of people... <laughs> Your, your student loan debt is going to supersede your car loan. A lot of you are going to have to attack a student loan. If you graduate when Jordan and I did, Jordan's in that 7% range. If you Unless yeah. you, you can obviously get it, you can refinance, and mine dropped down to a 4%. But if you graduated, you know, as far as high school in 2011, right, in that time frame, our student loan's in the 7% range, damn near 8 And when I say 7%, mm -hmm. like 7, 5, 7, 6. Yeah. My, yeah. I don't, <laughs> and, like, let's, and here's the thing. It's like, unless you're – your, um, your credit score was crazy. That's going to be more than your car loan interest rate. It's going to be less than your credit cards, but it's going to be more than medical debt usually has no interest rate. Okay. Like it's usually going to be set. It's going to be second after credit cards. Like, I'm just going to be real with y'all. And at the end of the day, remember I talk about those minimum payments. You don't get no real money back for minimum payments from a credit card standpoint, because credit card minimum payments are usually very low. So that cash flow mm -hmm. I talk about, the reason you're actually struggling financially, because you don't got no money after you spend all your money and after the bills come out, that's what we're trying to get those debt payments back in. If your student loans is the second thing you're attacking, you're not going to be doing nothing with no credit card uh, minimum payments, $20 here, $50. You ain't going to do nothing with a couple extra $100, and you're attacking the issue that for y'all who have the serious student loan issue, 50, 60, 70, 80, six figures plus. You need more than $100 to hit some, some six figures. You're not even going to cover the interest, right? You're in a yeah. negative AM loan situation, all right? And then so- Again, so what was I talking about? Oh, delay the hour to the delay investing and then the forbearance. All right, boom. We're talking about the student loans. I was like, I got to sidetrack. So that's what y'all need to do. Choose a snowball method. It is like 20. It's like the snowball method is like 75, 80%, I believe. Don't quote me. But then I think the avalanche is in like the 50, 50 range. I could be wrong. But again, choose a snowball method. Get that debt paid off. We were talking about it almost two years now. At some point in time, it's on y'all, not on us. And then, you know, we, we look, won't be here. It's still talking about it because y'all gonna still have debt. So, look, what's the, as, as what Corey says, we see you in 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, yeah. CA, CA, we turned 30 this year. See you in 40, see you in 40. We got say, 10 years to get on it. Got a decade. You better hey, catch yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Got a, got a decade. All right. You have anything else? All right. All right, y'all. Remember, remember, trying to, oh, well, we both about to do the same say, thing. Okay, go ahead. You got it, got it. Oh, hit that like button.
All right, as y'all, that's y'all free entry. As two of y'all watching, when I go look over here on YouTube, I've, just, I've seen two people watch. So y'all better have, we better have two likes at least. Okay, so I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, rate, review. Please, 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 y'all. This is how we get, you know, our content out there. We want more people to get, you know, up on this finance, these fitness, this fitness stuff. All right, we're giving out free game on Sundays. This is stuff that people pay for. Okay, and y'all just got to be free. So please. Like, share, subscribe, put us in the group chat. We want all the smoke. If you would like to come on here and, and say your piece, hey, we, we live now. Okay. So you get you can get the link and you can be on the show too. All right. So like, share, subscribe. We are available on all major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon. What am I missing, Corey? I'm, I'm Spotify. If you name it, we probably on there. Type in Corey in full effect. Check us out. Okay. Right. And also too, you get even more information when you do pay. Don't let's uh, we're not gonna dock ourselves. Please, please pay for our service. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but Corey, if I need to get my finances together, where mm-hmm. can I find you? you? You can find me at Sila underscore Corey. That's gonna be Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And then my financial coaching information is in the show notes as well. Uh, fifty dollars for one one hour session a month. hundred dollars for one one hour session a week. All right, now Jordan. Yes, sir. If people are out here, what do I always say? What do I say about the people being obese? And they're trying to not be in this, whatever, I can't remember that stat, <laughs> in the obese. And they're trying to get their fitness New Year's resolutions, you know, continued and started off on the right foot. What can they do? You can check me out at Stop Stalling J. That's S-T-O-P-S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G-J-A-Y on Instagram, uh, what Twitter, TikTok, you know, you name it. I'm probably on there at Stop Stalling J. Business page is finally fit 6 F-I-N-A-L-L-F-I-T-06 on Instagram and YouTube. And website is www.finallyfit.live, where you can pay $60. actually got new tiers now, so I had to go through the new pricing structure, okay? You can pay $60 to join my intermediate advanced class, all right, where we meet every Monday and Wednesday for an hour to get your fitness together. We set a goal and meet once meet once a month to uh, to check in and get your, your your monthly milestones together so you can meet that goal. I also now have a beginner level, beginner level class on Tuesdays and Thursdays, where it's 30 minutes every Tuesdays and Thursdays, where we go through basic level of fitness stuff to get you active, get you going, all right? That also comes with the monthly check-in as well as goals and milestones to make sure you get you right, okay? So again, that's $30 a month. And if you are on the top level of fitness, you're just out here moving and grooving every day, guess what? You can join all of my classes, all right? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I have a, that's my advanced level package, okay? You can check that out too, all right? So four classes a week, uh, for the duration of the month also comes with the monthly check-in as well as goals and don't forget the virtual library where you get access to all our previous classes okay that's www.foundyfit.live did i miss anything Corey? nope that's it shout out to us okay. doing our own advertisement all right y'all again we're gonna work to improve our ability to go live on Please. sundays again also too to be very clear we're still on a bi-weekly bi-weekly schedule for these so this will be every other let me see are we gonna go are we going live on super bowl sunday we are how are stupid we? are we we are <laughs> so y'all can get this information for super bowl start late though so we good but <laughs> yeah we, get, we, look, we have y'all locked in and out before then yeah. i think super bowl's on the 12th it's not on the 5th but again if you guys have any questions concerns all of our information is in the show notes on youtube and make sure you hit that like button before you get out the door all right bro do you have anything else no, sir. I think we're good to go. All right, y'all. So remember to save more and save less. Oh, oh, oh you got the strap. I can't see you. I can't see you move. I know. <laughs> Hold on. One for the one for the go. One for the go. All right. Hey, where's the, where's Takashi at? You said what? Where's oh, Takashi said- at? <laughs> Stupid. Look. <laughs> I got that's what I need. Not only do I need to get my camera, I gotta get my soundboard now too. So Listen, I cause you know me. I, 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 was on, I was on I was on we got some serious some serious uh, yeah, uh games now. Tech, you know what I'm saying? We gotta get you locked in. Yeah, because one thing I was gonna do is I wasn't gonna call y'all stupid, but Takashi was gonna make an appearance frequently <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> all but, right, y'all. All right, y'all. Yeah, remember to save more and say less. And keep making better your best. And we will catch y'all in the next one. Let's go.